0: In this episode, we visit the historic market town of Malton, famous for being Yorkshire's food capital. We discover its marketplace, its high street, the location of a Roman fort, and much, much more. On the 21st of August in 2023, I visit the amazing market town of Malton, but is certainly best known for its regular food festivals. However, don't be misled, Malton isn't just about good food, but it hosts a lot more than you might imagine. We first explore the marketplace and adjoining shambles. Interestingly, the word shambles simply means a street of butchers and you can see the huge overhanging roofs casting shadows beneath that protected the meat being sold. Moreover we then come to explore Yorker's Gate including its grand hotels, cinema, shopping mall, World War One memorial and an extra feature that you may not have expected. Additionally we also explore Moulton's popular high street and the more tranquil orchard fields That was once the site of a Roman fort. We then move on to Old Moulton with its grand priory, thatched roofs, pubs, and of course Eden Camp nearby. Certainly. Getting to Moulton by car is easy, as it resides on the A64, the Scarborough, York and Leeds road. It also resides on the A169 from Whitby and Pickering, and the B1257 the Moulton, Helmsley, Stokesley road. However, you can park in the town centre by St Michael's, or even Water Lane car park, as well as Wentworth Street car park, close to the town centre. Trains run from Liverpool, Manchester, Leeds, York and Scarborough, where you can connect to the rail network. Crossliner buses are available between Scarborough, York and Leeds, as well as buses from Whitby, Pickering, Castle Howard and Hoffingham. Malton has many highlights, certainly the marketplace and shambles are a must to visit. The traditional market day in Malton is on Saturdays and interestingly with a special market every second Saturday of the month. Certainly visit the food lovers festivals held during the year. Please refer to visitmalton.com for dates. Furthermore, the Lane's shopping mall is also a must. It features toys, models, health and beauty as well as homewares. Moreover, Argates and Sons are a rural department store but is certainly worth a browse and they sell just about everything. The ever-popular Eden Camp Museum is one of Moulton's major visitor attractions and is located just outside the town. And certainly don't forget to visit Orchard Fields, where there is a picnic area, as well as information about its early Roman origins. Undoubtedly, I have often heard words such as idyllic, picturesque and lovely to describe And when you visit Moulton, you cannot help but concur with all these descriptive words. The exciting town of Moulton is similar to the city of York in terms of its beginning. The Romans, at the same time as Ibarakim, constructed an auxiliary fortress here, possibly around 71 AD. It was constructed north of the River Derwent, whereas a settlement developed on the south side of the River Derwent, now known as Norton on Derwent. Moreover, during the medieval era, Old Moulton developed during the 1100s, and New Moulton, or what we these days address as simply Moulton, came around in 1138. Certainly, Old Moulton began owing to a Gilbertine monastery being established, and today we see the Priory at Old Moulton, and it's certainly worth having a look at this historic building. Meanwhile, a castle was also being constructed in wood at the site of what is now Castle Gardens. This is behind the old lodge that was originally a Tudor mansion. The castle was later upgraded to stone at the time of Richard the Lionheart, who had visited the castle in 1189. The castle eventually became a ruin and the land was sold off. A house was built on the castle site but was eventually demolished owing to an inheritance dispute between two sisters. Certainly, the first reference to Moulton Market was during the 1200s, with a document that referenced tradesmen, including butchers, selling their wares. Furthermore, by the 18th century, improvements were made for market traders, specifically for the many butchers that existed at this time. Malton's very impressive town hall building was extended after originally being a butter market. Butter certainly had to be covered up from the sunlight, and it was a main ware for dairy farmers during the day. Moreover, Malton now has frequent markets under the shade of a novel of pastoral shopfronts surrounding St. Michael's Church. The shambles in Malton still exist today, just north of St. Michael's Church and opposite the Town Hall. When we consider the shambles, we would certainly think of the famous street in York. However, the shambles is just an early medieval word denoting a street of butchers. Moreover, the elements such as strong sunshine and heat would spoil the meat, so Moulton's shambles has large overhanging roofs that cast shadows on the meat being sold below. You can still see this in effect today. In an off Yorkshire In Focus video for Moulton, there was harsh lighting at the time of filming, and these roofs can be seen casting very heavy shadows below at street level. Furthermore, cattle would be slaughtered close by to the street, retailing meat. Blood would often adorn the street's guttering, possibly prompting the plagues found at that time. Bringing ourselves back to the modern day, Malton has become renowned for its food festivals held regularly. Certainly, Malton's market day is held on Saturdays with a special Malton monthly food market held every second Saturday of the month. Moreover, Malton also holds some exciting food lovers festivals and you should check visit for these dates. These festivals are certainly fun foodie experiences They have live cooking demonstrations, stalls, on street cooking, live music, entertainment, celebrities and much much more. Moreover, there is even a bar to enjoy a drink in the Yorkshire sunshine too, should we get it. Malton's railway station came about in 1845. Today it has one platform shared by Scarborough and Yorkbound services. But in 1845 there were two platforms as well as a roof. The line was constructed by the York and North Midland Railway The approach from York is quite curvy for a reason. As boring out tunnels was a very expensive and tricky process, it was decided to weave around the Howardian Hills instead. This is to the passengers benefit because of the stunning scenery following the River Derwent into Moulton, even though it reduces the line speed. Over the road to the station is a relatively more modern bus depot that operates services to Whitby, Scarborough, York, Leeds, Pickering, Hovingham, as well as Castle Howard. The Milton Rooms, found in the marketplace, was constructed in 1931, replacing an earlier theatre. It boasts the largest sprung dance floor in the county, with 300 theatre seats. £500,000 has recently been invested to improve the ageing building as well as to improve the facilities found here, and for audio and lighting systems. The Milton Rooms is a not-for-profit entertainment venue, and it is a good idea to check their website to see what's on at the time of visiting. The Palace in Malton is a cinema featuring all the movies that you'd expect to see, with a state-of-the-art digital projector. It's a great idea to visit their website to find out what movies are showing and at what times and it is certainly a fantastic venue to watch the latest and classic movies. Certainly, Malton isn't just solely about food, it's about almost everything. In fact, there is something for everyone here, especially with the genre of retail. Moreover, the Lanes, our worldwide shopping mall, consists of models, toys and more recently Lego, homewares as well as health and beauty products. Wheelgate is Moulton's High Street and it certainly features a great deal of independent and high street retailers. Yorkshire Trader is a department store selling clothing, stationery, DIY, tools, wools, homewares, pet food and much much more. Also, Parnaby's is an historic rural clothing retailer featuring equestrian supplies. Boy's is a well established department store selling a similar line of products to Yorkshire Trader. For me, it's ironic that my two favourite bakers, Thomases and Couplands, should reside next door to each other. Moreover, you will also find gift shops in Moulton, such as Ashley Cook's. More recently added to Moulton are several handcrafted sculptures adorning the streets. Now certainly, without any doubt whatsoever, Moulton is a very floral market town, with many vibrant planters and hanging baskets throughout, making Malton a very desirable town. However, on the approach to Malton via Yorkers Gate, there is a carved lion overlooking the road, just prior to the turn off for Castle Howard Road. Furthermore, if you take a walk along Newbegin and onto Broughton Road, you will see two further interesting sculptures. Firstly, there is Tiny Tim, the sparrow, created by Andrew Kay. Moreover, he has been named Tiny Tim by Lucy Barker, a young Malton resident who won the competition to dedicate his name. Just slightly further up the road, you will find another sculpture of a horse known as the Spirit of Malton. Again, the sculpture of the horse was created by Andrew Kay, and this time named by Matilda Lightfoot from Eberston, another competition winner. The competition was held by the local HandyMag, and the two sculptures were commissioned by Malton Town Council and Malton in Bloom in 2020. Certainly, these are two fascinating sculptures to be sure. Known as the Pink Cow, visitors and residents can certainly enjoy taking a selfie or family portrait underneath the Visit Malton, Yorkshire's Food Capital mural. Moreover, it was the best place to begin our North Yorkshire in Focus episode. Just opposite resides another mural that features an Anna Glass recipe for the original Yorkshire pudding. Furthermore, Anna Glass lived between 1708 and 1770 and was best known for her cookbooks. Certainly, this particular recipe came from her first book, The Art of Cookery. Therefore, you might want to take a snap with your smartphone or camera so that you can follow her culinary guidance. Furthermore, there is a communal seat underneath where you can sit and chat to other residents as well as visitors. Conspicuously towering above the market town is the spire of Moulton St. Leonard's Church that can certainly be seen from quite a distance around. Furthermore, it replaced a previous church at the site of a Roman fort that became structurally dangerous. It opened in 1740 and is one of Moulton's most significant and iconic landmarks. And on the subject of local history, Malta Museum found on Yorkersgate features exhibits largely from excavations carried out between 1925 and 1970 in the local area. Therefore it is well worth to look in. Certainly one of my favourite rural stores is that of R. Yeats & Sons who you can find next to the old flour mill on Wells Lane just off Railway Street. Interestingly, Ralph Yates & Sons was originally an iron foundry and blacksmiths that quickly grew. This naturally progressed into manufacturing farming machinery until the 1960s, when they shift into the retail sector. Undoubtedly dividing the boundary of Malton & Norton is a River Derwent that flows through the town. Furthermore, as you cross the florally decorated bridge, you can certainly see the old mill that once possessed a water wheel. Derwent is certainly quite unusual as it meets the River Ouse in an upwards fashion at Barnby. Its waters derive from the North York Moors National Park as it builds up momentum towards Rydale. Well, I've certainly enjoyed my visit to Malton and I'm sure that you'll enjoy yours too. Until next time.